Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. guys so let's let's settle down some we need you to sing this song with us listen up listen up God of creation there at the start before the beginning of time with no point of to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of life and as you speak a hundred billion galaxies are born and the vapor of your breath the planet if the stars so light. I can see your heart in everything you make. Every burning star will signal fire of grace. If creation sings your praises, so
just to glorify the name of Jesus this morning. Lord, we ask that you make our hearts clear, Lord. Move anything away that is not like you, Lord, so that we, we may worship you without any hindrance this morning, Lord. We just ask that you bless, open our hearts, Lord, to receive the word of God this morning, Lord, so that we may magnify the name of Jesus this morning, Lord. Ask that you touch somebody who may need to be saved this morning, Lord, because we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but by him. Lord, continue to protect our pastor. Continue to bless him, Lord. Continue to give him that vision to lead this congregation, and we will be so ever careful to give you all the praise, glory, and honor. And in the precious name of Jesus, we pray this morning. Amen. All the glory belongs to you. 
That's Jesus, amen. All the glory belongs to Jesus this morning, amen. Hallelujah. All the glory.
praise it's a real simple song but it's very powerful all the glory belongs to you we gets none of it none of it he gets it all amen only jesus is worthy hallelujah when i think of the goodness of jesus <laughs> and all he's done for me my soul cries out hallelujah 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 how many of you love the name jesus how many of you know that there's power in the name of Jesus? How many of you love to call his name this morning? Anybody love to call the name of Jesus? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. We love to call your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together like this. We love to call your name It's something we cannot explain That happens when we proclaim Your great name, your great name We love to call your name It's something we cannot explain That happens Power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. There is power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. Come on, y'all. There is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. So much power. Power in the name. There is power. There is power in the name. So much power, power in the name. 
For a minute, ah, anybody love his name? Hey, yeah, let me go. Feel the breakthrough when I call, when I call your name. Feel the shaking when I call, when I call your name. How when I call. is Lord to the glory to the glory to the glory of God I don't know what your calling is but my calling is to exalt 
the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. Turn to your name and say, he's worthy. And we have to give him his worth. That's what worship is all about. Worship is about giving him his worth. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's El Elyon. He's El Shaddai. He's El Roy. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah M. Kadesh. He's Jehovah Sikhanu. Jesus is God the Son. He's God the Son. He's God the Son. And we're here to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for His goodness, His mercy, His grace, His long-suffering. Thank you, Lord, for putting up with us. Forgive us of our sins. Sanctify us. Prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Help us, Lord God. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to walk according to faith. Help us to be focused on your Lordship. Help us to be faithful in all that we do. We pray for every family in the sound of my voice. Pray for our church. Pray for our country. Pray for this world. God, that you would move mightily. Save and sanctify. And we thank you for this day of worship. This Lord's day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Move mightily among us. And we thank you for all blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Church, say amen. amen. Church, say amen again. Amen. I'm going to ask Reverend Llewellyn to come up and pray and both Reverend Leroy and, uh, and Brother Arnold will read scripture. Church, say amen. Our wise and eternal God, we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for your grace, your glory, and the gift of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, as you've blessed us for another day. We thank you for the awesome pastor that you have given unto us as a gift, dear Heavenly Father, that breaks open the bread of life into our hearts. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to assemble ourselves here today to give worship and honor unto you. Lord, we thank you that our ears will be attentive, that our hearts will be receptive to the word of God that shall be poured out to us. Lord, bless our pastor, dear Heavenly Father. Bless and strengthen his family, Lord. Prop him up on every leaning side. And when it's all said and done, let us depart from this place, never from your presence, shouting the glory of Jesus Christ, shouting the glory and power of God. In the name of Jesus, we do pray and say thank you. Amen.
Our scripture today is found in Psalm 30. Psalm 30. And when you have it, say amen. Verse 1 reads, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and has not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Next reader. Continuing in verse 7. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made my supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me, Lord. Be thou my helper. Thou hast turned from me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Amen.
Hallelujah. Lord, we lift you up. When praises go up, blessings come down. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise Jesus. Alina and Yvette, do what you can. Come on up here. God bless you. We love you. So good to see Reverend Green. Love you. Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus Christ. Praise him. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Praise Jesus. And uh, we thank all of you for being here this morning. Thank you for your prayers. Uh, the Lord is just so good. And his mercy endureth forever. In these last days, and the last days started at the cross, in these last days, there will be a falling away from the faith. God allows divine to be shaken and anything not connected falls. Doesn't mean they're not saved, but uh, they tend to fall. And uh, in the last days, the Bible says they will abstain from meats and marriage. I just bought two T-bone steaks. You are not living longer because you don't eat meat. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me just straighten this out. Any, anything you bless in his name has been sanctified. Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus. And uh, so, you know, I'm trying to give you the truth. Because social media and society keeps giving you lies. Can I get a witness? The only intimate relationship that God recognizes is marriage. Y'all ain't got to say amen. Praise the name of Jesus. That's, that's in the Bible. Amen. And in marriage, we ought to show kindness and give gifts. That's a sure love. Amen. Now, don't go broke giving gifts, but give gifts. Praise the Lord. And we thank God again from whom all blessings flow. Um, and God, God is good. Now, by way of announcement. The first Sunday in November, we're going to have communion. Communion, first Sunday in November. And uh, we'll be saying more about that. December the 11th, should the Lord spare life and delay his coming, I want all deacons and their wives, ministers and their wives, here at 9 o'clock. And at 10.30, we're having a church meeting. Amen. We should be out by 11.30, quarter to 12. 
I want everybody here. I want your face in the place. And uh, if you're not speaking to your wives, write her a note. Praise God. We want everybody in the house so that pastor can do some special things for the leaders and then we'll go right into our church meeting December 11th, Saturday. Put it on your calendar before you start playing Santa Claus. Praise the name of Jesus. Very, very important. We are moving expeditiously to get our church back in high form. Amen. And uh, I want you to know this week, I told you one of our members gave us $8,700. This week we have five checks for $29,000. Amen. And, uh, God, God is an awesome Awesome, awesome, awesome God. He's worthy of praise. You may be tested and you may be tempted, but hold on. Help is on the way. Can I get a witness? Help is on the way. We thank God for you and uh, we got a lot of uh, things tomorrow. Our CDC fully opens, soft opening and we're looking, uh, I will introduce the new director of the CDC on Halloween, which has nothing to do with her, but she is a fabulous lady with drive, professionalism, uh, and, and she brings everything to the table that we need to market, market sales and grow this thing, and, and I am just pleased, and uh, praise the name of Jesus, so... Pastor is very, very pleased with where we're going and uh, whatnot. So God is uh, God is mighty good. Amen. As far as our country and this world, just keep praying that God's will will be done. Can I get a witness? The Lord is not left without a witness. Amen. And uh, God is doing things we have no idea as to what he's doing. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus. So I want to thank God from whom all blessings flow. And uh, just thank God for all of you. Um, The Lord is mighty, mighty good. And uh, I got my booster shot. Yeah, so I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm Fully immunized. Shingles, pneumonia, flu, booster. I couldn't catch nothing if I wanted to. Had penicillin in my veins, so I'm I'm good. I'm good to go. God is good. Amen. And I I would invite you to get Amen your shots. Get your shots as well. Praise the Lord. And uh, uh, stop believing everything you hear. Can I get a witness? Yeah. A lot of people who died, uh, yeah, said that they didn't want to get it because whatever. And uh, we had to get polio shots in the 50s before we went to school. Yeah. we And, and those things were mandated. You, you couldn't. 
You couldn't come to school if you didn't get those shots. But in the last days, Laodicea is the rights of the people. Everybody wants their rights. They want a right to say, no, I'm not going to do this. And uh, that's what we're spinning into. I, I have a right not to want to serve God, come to church. I have a right to, to, to do my own thing. I have a right, I have a right, I have a right. Your rights can get you in trouble. And we want you to be safe and secure. Amen? Praise the name of Jesus. So I'm thankful from whom all blessings flow and the Lord is good. Now, um, last week, uh, certain individuals were not here and I told you I I want to, uh, Reverend Green, will you step up to this uh, pulpit please? Uh, Let me say this. Um, Reverend Green is my first elder. He's he's the highest elder here. I don't mean in age. Although although you climb in the ladder. But uh, Reverend Green has been with me over 30 years. And uh, I want you to know you have helped me tremendously. You have been a faithful witness. God is blessing you and will bless you. Amen. And uh, you have been an extraordinary minister. Uh, you have uh, been on all of our trips. I thank God for you and your family. And uh, I just want to... Lena, come on up here, baby. Excuse me? Yeah, well, go, go, can you go get it, please? Okay. Okay. Would you come up here to see me? All right, good and and, and uh, that's my baby. Leave her alone. Good lady, good lady. Of course, her husband was in the military too, so she she getting a double whammy. Amen. And uh, uh, Yvette, come on up and say something in Spanish, baby. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Say something in Spanish. Go ahead, baby. Oh, it's been a while. Good morning, St. Matthews. Buenos dias, St. Matthews. Buenos dias. Uh, Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por estar aquí. Welcome, everyone. We greet you in the name of Jesus. It's another year, almost gone, but always blessed, right? Thank you, Jesus. Gracias por estar aquí, todos mis hermanos. Gracias por rezarle a Dios and bienvenidos. Welcome, everybody, and have a great day. Love you. She is an extraordinary lady, well-equipped, our CFO. She's excellent, and I thank God for her, and uh, thank God for Alina. I'm waiting for her to come back, and uh, truly God is an awesome God. Amen. Here she comes. Both of them are ushers. They serve. If you're going to work for pastor, you got to serve. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, darling. That's all right, baby. Thank you. This is to Reverend Green. Amen. And this is a plaque for your faithfulness. This is a plaque for you being by my side over 30 years. 
This is a plaque for you for being faithful to Jesus and to this church. And we love you. Can I, can I? Do, do, do you mind me telling you? Yeah. And Reverend, Reverend Green is 88 years old. And we thank the Lord for it. On behalf of the church, man. Can I say something? Yeah. And this is a little token for you. Can I say something? Yeah, you can say something, but don't speak too long. <laughs> Praise God. The easiest thing in life we have is to recognize the power that comes within. God takes us through the rough side to get to the smooth side to appreciate both sides. And life is not that easy. See, you have to go through to get through to know through. And whenever you're able to do this, and I'm saying this out of my past experience, going through various things in my life. I was in the Marines, but I was affiliated with the 82nd Airborne and also the Navy because they moved me around because association brings simulation. You can't give advice unless you have lived the advice you're given. And God wants you to understand that. A sheet of sandpaper has a smooth side and a rough side, but you get close to both sides and you've got the right side. God lets you go through these things for a reason. And I remember years ago, and I say this, satanic interruptions. I remember years ago when I was out there drinking and smoking. I ain't did that in 70 years, but when I was out there drinking and smoking, when I like, it seemed like I had less problem. But that's because Satan was taking me to hell. But when God took over, and I can tell you this straight up, when God took over, I had four heart to three heart attacks and everything I went through. But God took me through all of that to let me know that he's in control. That's why I said, look to the hills from which cometh our help. Not some of our help, but all of our help come from you. And when he blocked me and brought me and with Pastor Gordon, Lord God, it was like an open door for rightness. He had like an open door for rightness. So it's not St. Matthew's that I'm with. I'm with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the creator, sustainer. And each one of y'all are very special to me. Male and female, you're very special. Your hands say got five fingers. They're all different sizes. But if you close them up, they're unified. And that's what we got to do. We got to be unified and knowing that God is glorified. When we are able to do that, then we are always going to live alive. And I thank God for you. And there's sometimes I have to go through various things, health-wise and otherwise. But God don't say, don't give me up because you have to go through to get through. See, it's like a needle in a thread. You got to move to get the needle into the hole of the, th- the thread, into the hole of the needle so that you can get it. But the point of it is to make it something can work. So don't look down on the bad things that we have to go through. It takes us to the right things that we got to do. And that's the key right there. That's why the scripture says, I look to the hills from which cometh our help. Not all of our help, but some of our help. And that help, it brings us from Jesus Christ right now. And this is a great family of mine. And I thank God for it. Love you, man. Love you. Love you, man. Love you, man. Praise you. Praise God.
I, I knew he was going to get that mini sermon in. I, I, just, I just knew it. Now, to my lovely wife. Come on up here. Come on up here. Sweetheart, you have worked your butt off. I want to thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord. I want to thank you to your faithfulness to me, to this church. I want to thank you to your faithfulness to our children. You have been an extraordinary example of what Christianity is all about. And uh, with that said, I want to give you this plaque from the bottom of my heart, well over 30 years, and you have been through. The, the church took you through. I took you through. Satan took you through. You took your own self through. All right. All right. We have a gift for you. You may speak. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to my pastor, Bless you. my boss, Bless you. my husband. Don't forget it. My best friend. Yeah. My drill sergeant. <laughs> um, all I can say that the Lord has been faithful and merciful to me. And if it's good, it's Jesus. And everything else is just ragged old me. To God be the glory. Church, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I had a member come to me some years ago and said, when is Sister Gordon going to be the co-pastor? I said, Sister Gordon going to sit her backside on that second row and praise the Lord like everybody else. Isn't that right? But a lovely lady, thank God for you. And I'm so glad that you are in my life. Amen. God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. Amen. And, and try to be God-given, even though you can't. And the Lord will bless you and your family. Amen. And, and uh, we pray that you would be liberal in your giving. God loves a cheerful, hilarious giver. Our choir will come, our ushers and deacons will come and our choir will sing. Church, amen. Well, 
church say amen. amen. What a mighty God we serve. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own as we give of thee. Amen. Choir?
Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Thank you for the ministry of music. Thank you for this worship experience. Thank you for such a lovely song. Every chain is broken. Thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Now and hide the preacher behind the cross, crucify him afresh, convict, convince, and if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Now. Lord, have mercy. Girl, you sang that. Bless the Lord. That's worship music. You're supposed to come to church with, with a shout. It's not my job to work up your shout. I will bless the Lord at all times. To our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to all of our co-laborers in the gospel, to all of our officers and members, we greet you in the name above everything. To our two lovely recipients, God bless you, Reverend Green, Sister Jean, love you. Thank God for you. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. And... uh, Continue to pray for me, for our church. Uh, 
I like being a strong leader. Strong leadership um, means strong fellowship. And we are Bible-centric. We only do what the Word says. Yeah, so we ain't getting into all these crystal balls and Facebook and all that mess. We, we follow the Bible. That's what Bible centricity is all about. Because Jesus, you know, the prophet said, my word will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish what I set it out to do. This morning, this morning, this morning, we want to pull up a familiar verse, Isaiah fifty-four seventeen. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And the name of my sermon is sometimes. Sometimes. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Sometimes in our pain, yeah, all we have are God's promises. Sometime in our hurts. All we have is a hope of God's healing. Sometimes in our brokenness and bruises, feeling battered, we wait for God's blessings. Sometimes. God allows conflict and confusion before he sends confidence. Yeah. God allows trials and trouble before he brings triumph. And Isaiah 54 is a unique chapter because it deals with the hurts of the nation. I want to say that Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, and the word Isaiah means the salvation of the Lord. And the book of Isaiah, by many theologians, have been called a miniature Bible. There are 66 chapters in Isaiah. There are 66 books in the Bible. 39 Old Testament, 27 New Testament. The first 39 chapters of Isaiah was judgment. And the next 27 chapters is the joy of restoration. And Isaiah hones in on something very, very unique 
about this book. Now, the historicity of, of Isaiah is that uh, it, 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 it was said of historians that Isaiah, at the end of his life, was placed in a hollow log and sawed in half. And what we get from the book of Isaiah around 727 B.C., he was under four kings, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. And Isaiah, Isaiah is quoted, he deals with um, perversions of the nation. He deals with prophecy that unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He deals with problems of the nations, prophet of Judah, and uh, he spans a long time in ministry. I love Isaiah because Isaiah lays everything out, not only prophetically and in some of the problematic areas, but Isaiah deals with Israel's perversions, chapters 1 through 12. Now let me stop, pause, and park, because uh, we need to hear this, that we too have perversions. Yeah, you ain't got to say amen. I love cute people that are not cute. Um, I woke up the other morning and I started thinking about just how much the Lord pulled me out of. Just the perversions, the perplexities, the conflict within myself, the confusion, the temptation, Lord have mercy. The flesh nature. All the things that have hampered my holiness. I start thinking about just how good God has been. And I had to stop, pause, and recognize who he is. People I grew up with in South Philly are dead. A lot of them in hell, a lot of them in jail for life. And these are people I went to school with, went to movies with, hung around with. Why me? Why? Why me? That you had your hands on my life. Yeah. And that's the problem with the church today. We got people with titles, but no sense of calling. Yeah, yeah. Because if you had a sense of calling, you'd be faithful. You, you'd be here. Yeah, if you had a sense of calling, we're going to clean the house up. Yeah, if you had a sense of calling... 
You're called, Kaleo, by God into service. Do I have a witness? And you can't be in service when you land up in bed on Sunday morning. You can't be in service when you got a mindset to do what you want to do, go where you want to go, and act the way you want to act. That, you know, you, you know, we've been called. And, and my good friend Keith Williams said to me, Pastor, Preacher, P, Amen, R, I think that's what you spell, preacher. yeah, R, has something to do with righteousness. Yeah. Amen. And uh, the E is, amen, elected. Elected. Amen. The A is anointed. Yeah. And the C is committed. Lord have mercy. The H is holy. Yeah. And child of God, the E, the second, this E has to do with, amen, evaluation of what is right and wrong. And then the R has got to do with righteousness. I'm a pastor teacher. I've been called out, ek, out from, into. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so one of the things that Isaiah helps us with is that Isaiah deals with pain, providence, and promise. That at the end of the day, while you're in pain, and you don't understand the providence or placement of God, the promises will pull you out. And that's why the prophecy is no weapon. Now, now, now contextually, and I got to deal with this because our tendency is to pull scriptures out of context, claim them and name them. We don't even know what the heck they mean. And I'm going to try to help you out this morning. That is that the, the prophet, the prophet deals with our pain. And we are in pain. Some of us are painful of our children. Some of us are painful from our history. Painful from our hurts. I was trying to convey to the ministers and deacons in a very pragmatic way. And I know we got all these lofty thoughts of what an office ought to be, but we still walking around in flesh and blood. We got issues. Yeah, we got pockets of pain all over the place. Yeah. And this is why marriages don't work. We have disruptive relationships with our children. Amen. They're in pain, you in pain. We're all in pain. Something bothers us that it uh, prevents us from getting 
the victory. Isaiah 54 deals with some strange words. Uh, that <clears throat> that we are, Lord have mercy, suffering through a season of being forsaken. A moment is what Isaiah says. For a moment we feel forsaken. We have coals of fire on our feet. Um, we're in distress and yet God brings deliverance. We're baffled. Yet God continues to bring blessings. Mm. And what Isaiah paints for us is extraordinary. It's where we're in the waters of Noah, is what he says. And you got to understand about the waters of Noah that God made. God swore a promise he would never again destroy the earth by water. You. Mm. And, and, and so, child of God, we will look at this very quickly, that as Isaiah keeps expanding our thinking processes, what, what we didn't mention was his visionary temple visit and calling of God in chapter 6. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And he was lifted high up with all of his majesty. And the trailer of his glory followed him. Lord Amherst. The exhaust fumes from his glory followed him. And Isaiah said, and I saw seraphims, angels with six wings, two wings to cover their face, two wings to cover their feet, and two wings to fly away. And as they were flying away, all of them said, holy Holy, holy, Lord God, almighty. And then Isaiah said in this vision, woe is me. I'm unclean. You can't feel unclean until you see Jesus. I'm unclean. My lips are unclean. I dwell among an unclean people. And when the seraphims brought down a hot coal, and said, your sins are forgiven, and put it on his mouth and said, now speak the word of God. Lord have mercy. See, see, this is my problem with folk that claim to be called. You ain't seen nothing. Can I get a witness? You ain't anointed with nothing. You won't do nothing. 
And this is why when people come to me and say, can this person be a deacon? I say, well, wait a minute. Or can this person be a minister? What have they done the last five years? What is the track record here? Are they a giver? Are they in ministry? Can I get a witness? Do they come to church? There's only two officers in the church, pastor, teacher, and deacon. Lord have mercy. And if I took role, the class would be empty. Because we're a club and not a calling. Yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord in all of his glory. And here's what the Lord said, who will go for us? Plurality, meaning God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here am I. Send me. See the sense of his calling? Hmm. And, and, and so in this chapter 54, we will see three things. And I, I want to kind of elaborate on these three things. First, uh, we see the sometimes of suffering. Now let me stop Paul's and Park. Suffering is part of our call. Paul talks about our afflictions, which is but for a moment. We are called to suffer. That, that, that is, uh, the, the season of pain. How many of y'all are in pain? Come on, you can, you, you, you can help me out up here. If you don't, I'm going to preach at 12 o'clock. And I'm going to tell the ushers to lock the doors. We we got we got we got all kinds of pain. God appoints us to pain. My God. In other words, God allows us to suffer pain. Lord have mercy. So that we can learn what it means to depend on him. James says, count it all joy. When, not if. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the fire testing of your faith will work out perseverance. Lord have mercy. Perseverance is not you waiting in the line. Perseverance is you standing still and holding up through the trials. Can I get a witness? And and so God allows pain to come into our lives. Mm. Evil, exploits, wounds, weariness. Yeah, pains. It's in, it's in that area of pain 
Yeah, that we are exposed to God's power. Say, well, I'm, I'm going to get out of this marriage. It's too painful. Well, the next one you're going to gonna be painful. I don't know. You, you, you better stop looking at Hallmark. may not be the same pain, but you're going through something. Can I get a witness? All you got to do is keep your eyes on your watch. That's all. You know, I have a lovely wife, and as lovely as I am, she's been through some pain. You better not say it. We are just painful creatures. And some of the pain that we have has nothing to do with the people we with. Uh-oh. Help me out, Leroy. We got some historical stuff that keeps bouncing out and messing us up. Can I get a witness? Yeah. And if they ever pick some up and hit you upside your head, I hope they don't. They might start saying, uh, Daddy, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. <laughs> Mommy, this is what you get. We got stuff going on, Doc. We got. I got mad at God the other night because the Sixers lost. I said, what kind of mess is this? They waited to the last two minutes to lose the game. So the devil said, he answers everybody else's blessings. He ain't answering yours. Conflict. Here's the thing about pain you need to understand. The thing about pain in the life of the believer is that it is not permanent. It's, it's only partial. It's only there long enough for you to lean and learn about who he is. Lord have mercy. Mm. It's not there forever. It's not permanent. It's not going to be promoted in your life. God's got a cutoff date. And that's why the psalmist said, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Lord have mercy. Help me, Jesus. It's, it's not only not permanent, and it, and it will not... Uh, be promoted, but it will be preempted. So, the, so, so Isaiah is saying, listen to this, no weapon. The weapon ah, of Satan's exploits, the weapon of my own baggage, Oh, Jesus. The weapon of the enemy using my children to keep me down. No weapon. Now, 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 now listen to this theologically. That's formed against you. The operative word is formed. 
in the construction stages, God dismantles it. Y'all ain't getting this. When Satan or somebody else or you starts to build a weapon that's going to hurt his people, God dismantles it. In, in, in the construction stages. I'm in my 34th anniversary in November, but in April to be 35 because I came here as the pastor-elect for months. I was pastoring, but listen to me. You know how many people tried to hurt me and got hurt? You, you know how many people came at me with lies and this and that? And they hurt, but I just, the Lord said, don't worry about that. Had a young girl from Williamstown High, I won't mention her name. She used to come past the church after school and be knocking on the door, pastor, pastor, pastor. She was 17 years old. Hey, baby, how you doing? And somebody went out and said, yeah, that's his girlfriend, and she got pregnant. That's pastor's baby. And, and I said, well... So I got in the pulpit on Sunday and said, anybody say, said I laid with him was at the beach. And I went on and preached. Can I get a witness? When stuff throw, when people throw things against the wall, thinking it's going to stick, you just keep praising his name. Can I get a witness? Do you really think with my history of sin, I got to come to church and sin? I ain't got to come in church and sin. I can hook something up and lose most of y'all because y'all country. I'm from South Philly, dog. We know how to sin. And we don't do stupid stuff. I was driving up 42. I was in my car. I had a Lincoln. And I had this young lady in the car. It was two young ladies. I was taking them to lunch. And uh, I had told Sister Gordon, because she wasn't working in church yet, and these old folk from St. Matthew's, a whole carload of them. They should have been home cleaning their house and cooking. They come flying up 42 and at the light and look at pastor. I said, look at that. Like I'm a, like I'm a sinner at 12 noon in my car. Man, I put a Jim, Jimmy, uh, I, I put some kind of Jimmy Walker wig on and, and I'll tell everybody my name is John Green. I know how to send that. Fact, fact of the matter is, no weapon! You're going to be accused, you're going to be criticized. Come on now. Come on now, you 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 wanna you wanna work to the point of exhaustion, but no weapon. In the forming stages, we'll prosper. God, God gonna break it up. And and see the historicity of Isaiah 54, he is hinting at the millennium. 
John, uh, Revelation chapter 20, after the tribulation, after the seven years of tribulation, three and a half trib, three and a half great trib, Jesus coming back, chapter 19, and he's going to reign on earth a thousand years, and he's going to rule with a rod of iron, and he's going to protect his people, his person will be in place, his power will be recognized. Now listen to this, and unsaved folk going to be all in the earth but they will not intentionally sin because they're going to be afraid he's ruling with a rod of iron and this whole scripture is the covenant of peace not Jeremiah 31's covenant everlasting covenant which includes the church this is the covenant for Israel of peace there's going to be peace after all the mess coming after you. The Lord's going to see to it. So we walk around and say, no weapon, no weapon. And you're right, no weapon. The White House can't hurt you. Past presidents can't hurt you. Congress can't hurt you. Senators can't hurt you. Your family can't hurt you. Your friends can't hurt you. You can't even hurt yourself. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Season of suffering and pain. Mm. Suffering and pain. I've been through some pain. I'm not just talking about the church, I'm talking about my life. Messed up in my thinking. Open to Satan's temptations. And Satan always gives you an alternative to your pain. To your perceived pain. He always coming up with some ideas. And we dumb enough to say, yeah, that's true. No. Season of our pain, the season of suffering, season of suffering. When you suffer, learn to praise his name. Get on your knees and say, thank you, Jesus. Because my Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. But secondly, not only a season of pain, but a season of God's providence. Of his sufficiency. What is providence? Where God has placed you. You didn't get where you are by accident. God has placed you. In certain situations. Just ask Moses. He was on the backside of a desert. Wanted for murder. God placed him in that condition. God placed Daniel. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. In Babylon. In a fiery furnace, God placed. Lord, have mercy. God, God does the placing. And where you are is not by accident. You are where God wants you to be. Now that you are where he wants you to be, what in the world are you doing? Tell it, Pastor. Preach it. Yes, sir. Mm. Preach it, Doctor. Providence. Pro-video. It was God's will for me to be exactly where I am. 
There were no accidents. They were appointments. Can I get a witness? And the reason we don't like where we are is because we don't have the faith to believe he's going to bring us out. Just ask Joseph, who he took from a pit to the palace. They threw Joseph in the pit, thought he was dead. They sold him into Egypt. Potiphar's wife got fresh with him, threw him in jail two years. That man went through pure hell. And then because he could interpret dreams, he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams and was made second in command. And then God allowed a famine. Won't, won't God bring a famine on your enemies? God allowed a famine to come through the land and Jacob and all the sons ran into Egypt not knowing that Joseph was in charge. And Joseph said, you meant it for evil. But God meant it for good. Am I not in the place of God? Lord have mercy. Hmm. Providence. It's a learning tool. In his providence. Lord, I didn't get here by accident. I'm where you want me to be. And in that place, I get weary, worn out. In that place, I feel like throwing a towel. And in that place, my nerves are shot. My blood pressure pills keep accumulating. In that place, I'm not always happy. I wonder, how long? Oh, Lord, how long? God said, not long. There's a time on where you are. Why, God? Because no weapon. And, and Paul tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty. Look at the preposition. Through God! To the pulling down of strongholds. You know why we so messed up in our minds? Strongholds. We got all these strongholds going on. Self-protective devices. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm independent. I don't need nobody. You fool. Yes, you do need somebody. Ah. Well, I haven't met the right one yet. I'm waiting on a knight in shining armor. You're going to get a bum on a broomstick. That's what you're going to get. Don't buy the hype. Don't stop buying the hype. Lord have mercy. If there was one woman that could meet all my expectations, all my needs, if there was one woman that could send me to the moon and back, if there was one woman that could perform all those feats without any arguing, any, any, any conflict, any, any confusion, if God is a loving God, he would have gave me that woman. That woman don't exist. You ain't got to say man. How about this? I'm getting very close. What you're going through, God has already deemed you needed. 
Jesus has already written a prescription. And the next time you complain about your husband or wife or children, say, well, the Lord sent the prescription into CVS. You got what you need. And what you ought to do is thank him for what you don't understand. Why, preacher? Because no weapon. Ain't nobody else putting up with all that mess. Well, you know, I I love to hear church folk talk. They just crack me up. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I know. You're a sinner. Saved by grace. You think more highly of yourself than you ought to. You think you're exempt from suffering. Yeah. You think you made the wrong decisions when you serve a God who is fully knowledgeable of what he's doing. God doesn't punish us. Punishment is you going to hell. God corrects us through chastening. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and Paul, and Paul, and Paul hooks that thing up when he says, our earthly fathers have chastened us and we gave them, amen, we gave them profit. We praise God for parents that chasten us. But God chastens us, uh, not just for his profit, for our profit. Yeah, yeah. Everything we go through, God's hand is on it. The pain. Mm-hmm. The providence. But the promise is no weapon. What shall separate me from the love of God? You better get into the promises. And we know that all things are working together for the good. For them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Can I get a witness? Uh, who, who shall lay anything to charge of God's elect? There's no separation between us and God. You got to get into the promises and stop uh, dwelling on the pain. But he closes out. Mm. on the sufficiency and the sustaining of God's Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Now, when you look at this sufficiency, and I love this, ah, God calls things up front. We ought to call things that be not as though they already were. Can I get a witness? If we're living by faith and we're going through some battles and we're going through some rejections and some abandonments, hold on and hold out. Can I get a witness? Because what God is doing is God wants you to know that the way I have constructed your life I allow low suffering and pain. I allow a sufficiency of the spirit through your placement and providence. But I give you the power to be victorious. 
Our prayers ought to be, Lord, I know there's no weapon that's formed against me. Lord, I understand that you're in total control of everything. And weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming on. Stop going back as to what has already happened and look forward to what you believe is going to happen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my strength. He's my refuge. He's my strength. He's my present help in the time of trouble. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Not fear, not fractures, not failure. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Why? Because I have the presence of Jesus. I have the power of Jesus. Can I get a witness? I have the placement of Jesus in my life. And as long as Jesus is on the throne, no weapon. So let me praise him. Because nothing can hurt me. Let me praise him because nothing can hinder me. Let me praise him. The young lady sang a song this morning. Every chain is broken. God has broken every chain you have. Are you tired? No weapon. Are you consumed? No weapon. Are you ready to throw a towel in? No weapon. Are you tired of being tired? No weapon. That's form. Your own perversions. No weapon. That's formed against you. Shall prosper. Let's stay on our feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, every chain is broken. Nothing against you can come to pass. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. You want Jesus to come into your life. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Or you want to join the church in a Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? You need to get saved. You need to let the Lord in. You need to dine with him at a table of righteousness. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for Isaiah's vision. Thank you for Isaiah's vitality. Thank you for Isaiah's victory. No weapon. And as we go out the doors this morning, we have worries, we have pain. Keep reminding us that no weapon, not even ourselves, that's formed against us shall prosper. And we thank you for your protection. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We love you. Have a great day. you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. 
To get using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form. All right, guys. So let's let's settle down some. We need you to sing this song with us. Listen up. Listen up. Out of creation, there at the start, before the beginning of time. to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of life. And as you speak, 